Welcome to Seed Time Living. This is where we help you transform your financial life using timeless biblical principles. I'm your host, Bob Lodick, and I'm so glad to have you here today. I found this article right here about eight habits of wealthy and successful people. And so we're going to go through them and, <laughs> and see if we pass see the test. If we pass like the test. Why not? Again. Why not? Let's do it. All right. Number one, they wake up early. How early is early? Early I don't know. The, it says The Rock is famous. The Rock. I mean, it's The Rock. He's famous for waking up at 5 a.m. and getting two workouts in before 8 a.m. Ben Franklin talked about, what is it? What's his quote? Something about early to rise, something. That's a great quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. No, but I think as a mom, this is key. If you want yeah. to be successful mom, it's like you got yeah. to get up before those kids. There's definitely a power there. And I've noticed mm-hmm. in my life, I'm getting more stuff done. I'm feeling more successful when I'm getting up early. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're getting up early to pray. We've been in a rhythm of this for the last year or so. And that's the best way to start your day, in my opinion. And I feel like it has changed so much in our lives. It's made such a huge impact. So I think there's definitely a power to getting up early. Uh, I'll bet if you look at some of the most successful people, you know, however you define success, because it's different for a lot of people. I think that'll be a common thread that you see. Hmm. Number two, they read a lot. There's a quote that I love. I mentioned this multiple times in videos. Yeah, I think there's so much truth to this. I love reading. I love learning. And if I look back on everything in my life that I've learned in areas where I have succeeded, like that's the common thread is there was always learning involved. And most of that came through books. We live in a world where YouTube is at our disposal. And Mm -hmm. where we can learn anything, you know, just like we learn from a book, we can learn just about any of those things in a video on YouTube. So I would lump them very much in the same category. I think the main issue is learning. I think that's the bigger picture here rather than just reading. No, I agree. And I think there is something too about reading because you can like, when you have a book in your hands, it's like you can read it, read it over again, underline it, let it soak, let it marinate. Whereas sometimes I think when you're listening to someone speak, they move past the point too quickly. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I, I think there is something really special about having a book in your hands and getting out of it what needs to, what you need to get out of it, yep. you know? Yep, completely agree. Number three, they invest in themselves. I think this could mean a whole bunch of different things. I think yeah. resting is one way to invest in yourself. But right. I think probably more what they're talking about is improving yourself, you know, via education, which maybe leans back to point number two a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think it extends beyond to taking classes, getting mentors, or whatever that is. Right. And I think the important thing to add specifically with education is the right education. And so mm-hmm. people are always asking me how I learned about business. And I'll say, well, I went to business school. And before I get to my next point, they're like, oh, that's how you learn about business. I'm like, no, I didn't learn about business in business school. <laughs> Ironically, pretty much everything I've learned about business that I've actually used in my business came after business school right. and the books that I've read, pointing back to the previous point. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I went to a terrible terrible business school, but it just wasn't relevant for the for 21st century business. Yeah. So for me, I feel like this looks a little bit different. The way I will learn a lot of my things is by hanging out with other moms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of my phase yeah, of life. Yeah, that's iron sharpening iron. Right. Yeah. And so it's like if I need to go to lunch with someone to kind of refresh my soul, but also learn from them and how they handle life a little bit, Yeah, I feel like that's an investment into your whole being, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and whatever it is to rejuvenate yourself, I think falls in this category as mm-hmm. well. You know, it's, you're good at that. I'm really good at that. I mean, well, you're actually not that good. You're good at rejuvenating. I... You're not good at saying when you need it. Like, yeah. I'm the one who observes that, all right, you need to go get a break <laughs> and get refreshed. You need to go walk around Target. <laughs> exactly. 
Get and don't buy us. everything there. Yeah. It's hard to do at Target. Number four, they meditate. I feel like meditation is one of those things that just kind of, it's got a weird stigma to it. But the reality is we're supposed to meditate on scripture. That is something that I love doing. And the practice of just letting your brain not have a million things going through it Mm -hmm. and just sitting and being present in the moment is something that I think we all could benefit from. So I don't think it needs to be this weird, like, you know, Buddhist thing or something like that you're doing. I think just sitting and being present and soaking the word. So I was kind of on the, I was on the fence and you told me that I should try this meditation Mm -hmm. thing. So what it was like the Headspace app, is that what it was? It really actually helped me. I feel like they used to say, you know, women are just such great multitaskers. I think everyone is a good multitasker now because you have to be like, that is the world we live in. Just to be able to sit and be quiet it's just a good practice. Yeah. All right. One more thing I was thinking about with this. Oh. I have to get my sword out. But <laughs> if you think about it, this hasn't been in this form, this book, this is a pretty new thing in the history of the world mm-hmm. for most of us as believers. So many of the Christians that have been alive, the vast majority of them haven't had the opportunity to have an actual Bible. Yeah. They had to memorize scripture and just meditate on what they had. I mean, that's just a different way of thinking of it is people would go hear the word of God and then they would take home what they can remember and they would just think about it and Mm -hmm. let it marinate until they could go back and hear more. Yeah, but I think it's a different approach to the word in general. At least for me and most people I know, we find ourselves, because we have this whole book, mm-hmm. reading an entire chapter at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think there's or multiple chapters. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a powerful thing to just taking one verse and just soaking and mm-hmm. soaking and soaking on this one verse and just really pulling all the meat out. And this is what I think where meditation can come in powerful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I think it's just a different approach that we might have lost a bit just because we are so spoiled by not only having one Bible, but I got a whole bunch of Bibles all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's, we have so much Word available to us, you know? Okay, so number five, they invest. Yeah, I mean, this makes sense. Uh, I don't know many wealthy people who don't do any investing. The reality is, is you're putting your money somewhere. You know, so it's either under your mattress or it's in you know, a bank account or it's in a CD or hanging in your closet. Yeah, like it's somewhere. And, you know, you could argue that they're all investments, but it makes sense to me that, um, you know, he's talking here it's a, in the book, The Millionaire Next Door, the average millionaire in the United States directs 20% of his income towards investments. Now, we've talked a little bit about investing and we have some other videos that we'll link up to where you can kind of check those out because if you do want to get started investing, you can do it for way less than 20% of your income. And um, we'll so point nice. you to some other stuff with that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, this is something that... Yeah, so the point is, get started. That's what you got to do, according to the article. <laughs> Number six, they work out. They work out. This is, yeah, she's got guns. <laughs> Mainly from holding babies, but whatever. Yeah. I completely agree with this too. And I'm actually in a awkward in-between phase of having a good workout regimen mm-hmm. right now. You're in a pretty good rhythm right now. Yeah. Like, we've had lots of ebbs and flows with this over, Mm -hmm. you know, I think most of us do. But this is so good. Like, I, when I have been in my best rhythms of working out, I have found that it affects every other area of my life. Hmm. And so I have so much more mental clarity. So I feel like I'm doing better at my job. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have more um, energy, more energy, and just kind of a little more ambition. Like, everything just kind of all fuels and works together. Yeah. Plus, I feel like there's like the practice of doing something that's difficult. 
Yep. And it just kind of whips your body into shape, whips your mind into shape. Yeah, there's a uh, John Maxwell quote where he said, you should do one thing you don't want to do every single day just for practice. Because mm. if you are going to succeed in life, if you are going to follow what God has called you to do, whatever, like you have to be able to do things you don't yeah. want to do. It's such a critical Well, component. yeah, and the Bible says, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Boom. Boom. There you go. So number seven. They keep track. So he talks about here this Peter Drucker famous quote where he says, what gets measured gets managed. And this mm -hmm. is a quote that's been thrown around millions of times. This is so true. Like yeah. us being on a budget has just changed our financial lives. Right. So this has been something that's been really huge deal to us. Well, yeah. And a really kind of extreme example, I think, is your sister who got on a budget her first month yeah. She saved $800, not by doing anything different Did except for paying different attention. Other than paying attention with the budget. <laughs> I mean, she that's uses like our amazing. budgeting method, by the way. Yeah, we'll have a link up to that if you want to check out. Yeah. We have a course using our specific method, which is it's a little really bit unconventional, and, but it's really easy. But yeah, it is my favorite, easiest way to mm -hmm. budget. And it works. It gets the job done, yeah. you know, really well. Okay, number eight, they engage in deep work. I'll let you talk about this one. All right. So basically this idea is that you're really engaged in your work, in what you're doing. And so you're not distracted. You're not multitasking. You're not doing a hundred things at once, but you have one task and all the noise is shut off mm -hmm. and you are just in it into really, really work. And a lot of the best creatives, you know, yeah. all throughout the history of the world get in the just zone. operated like this. Yeah. And just were in the zone. We know some um, really successful songwriters in town who who do this and um, yeah. they just get lost in their work. And so this makes a lot of sense to me. And I and I do that feeling of flow, that state where you just feel like, you know, you're just sliding on ice. It's just so easy. It's one of my favorite places to be. It's one of my favorite ways to work where mm -hmm. you just forget about the clock. You forget about eating. That's something I'm always working on. How can I have longer stretches of time to really be focused on what I'm doing and, uh, and to minimize the distraction? So this is kind of a harder one for me in this season of life, but yeah, because your whole job is the opposite of this <laughs> to bounce around. Yeah. Yeah. But I even think engaging just sitting there with the kids instead of multitasking and trying to do the dishes yep. and, Answer emails yeah, or texts I think that or whatever is the at the same time. Approach. Yeah, for sure. So I think this can look, it looks very different for everybody, but yeah. I think that would be what that looked like for me right yeah. now. Yeah, I think engagement is a good way to describe this. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's the article. We'll have it linked up down below if you want to check it out yourself. Subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, that's all for today. Be blessed. Be a blessing. Be a blessing.